This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, welcome back, everybody. If you know anything about this show, you know that we bring on guests because they tend to be smarter than we are. And then we get real information that later in the show we pretend we came up with ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. It's gotten me this far. On the line with me is a guy I'm positive knows more than I do. He is a legend in the Hall of Fame, the great Ray Dittiger. Hi, Ray. Ray, are you there? I, do I not- am. Oh, here he is. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing great, Angelo. How are you? All right, Ray, we got a lot of ground to cover here. I want to start with this because I know you study tape. You could see things that we don't. Uh-huh. As best you can tell, in how much pain was Jalen Hurts last Sunday against the Giants? Uh, he was, de- it was definitely uncomfortable. Um, you know, when I went back and looked at it, because I was looking for all the things you were talking about, um, I actually thought he threw the ball okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were a couple. There were a couple throws, like there. Were, uh, there was a slant that he threw behind the receiver. There was a ball that he sort of underthrew down the field. But by and large, um, when you consider the kind of shoulder injury he's dealing with, I thought he threw the ball, frankly, a little better than I thought he was going to. But what? But what you really saw was. Uh, and this comes more from the coaches than the player. It was just their their reluctance to have him run the ball. I mean that they that they really took the the whole zone read part of their offense and just put it off to the side and tried to play a more conventional offense, which made it much harder for them to move the ball even against the Giants' JVs. So yeah, I mean all the talk about him being rusty. It's not a matter of rust. He's playing with a significant injury, and I don't know how much better it's going to be in two weeks. And you know for them to go the distance here for them to get to Arizona and play in the Super Bowl. They're going to have to get the only way they're going to get there is if they play the offense that they played all year. And he's going to have to be healthier then than he is right now to get that accomplished. Ray, you put me in a very awkward position because I always believe you when you tell me that he was experiencing significant pain. Because now I have no idea why, if that were true, they would create a script that included nine consecutive passes to begin the game. Does it make any sense to you that they restricted him ability to run but did not care at all about what, uh, how much peril he was in in the pocket when you start the game with nine straight passes? 
no, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, and I think I, I think a lot of people said the same thing. I, I was just, uh, I think they wanted to come out and give them a chance to throw the ball a little bit early just to kind of get a feel for it uh, and to establish to the Giants anyway that uh, that they were they were going to be willing to let him throw the ball. But yeah, I was I was very surprised that they chose to go with it and stay with it as much as they did. Um, I mean, if they were if they were really limiting him, and the idea was really trying to protect him and just get through this game and win it and get the number one without you know without worrying how it looked, just let's just get through it and get the W. Then I mean, there were there were easier ways to go about it. I mean, they could have just they could have just run the ball. They could have just run yeah. the ball with three running. Just just turn around and hand it off. And you know, Boston Scott against the Giants. I mean, that's <laughs> you knew you knew where that game's going. So I, I just thought that the the play calling and the overall execution of the offense to me really had me scratching my head they're going to have to you know it's for them to win the games that they're going to have to win from this point forward it's on the players but it's on the coaches too i mean the coaches are really going to have to do a good job coaching because the quarterback clearly there's some there are a lot of things that he did to get them to the number one seed that i don't know if he's going to be able to do them in the playoffs and the coaches are going to have to find another way of getting that done to win those games because it's only going to get tougher from now on so ray when i'm watching the game i'm freaking out Nine straight passes. I know the guy's hurt. What are you doing? Makes no sense. I want him to run. I came on the show last Friday. My game plan, run the freaking ball, all right? Right, right? So I got the coach on Monday, and I say to him, how does that make any sense? And he gives me a very long explanation, which is basically this. We knew last year we got to the playoffs with our run game. We already knew we had a good run game. Our goal this year was to establish how good we could be with the pass. Mm-hmm. And so we called nine straight passes in game 17. Is that logical? <laughs> no, no. No, it is no. not logical. I don't understand <laughs> that. Ray, is it possible they're getting their marching orders from above? Um, oh, uh, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, who, uh, from, from Jeff, from Howie? Yeah, from no, Jeff, I, no. from Jeff. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think at at this point with <laughs> with the way the success they've had this season, I don't think at this point Jeff's going to put on the headset and start calling the plays. No, he's he trusts his coaching staff, but it doesn't mean that they're infallible. And I thought that, you know, I, I you know, I, I think I think what Nick was giving you on Monday morning was just a lot of coach speak, which sometimes makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. In this particular case, it doesn't. I I just thought that their approach. Their approach going into the game on Sunday was surprising, and um, yeah, and they got away with it. But I mean, if you if your quarterback was going to be as limited as I think that it was clear that Hertz was, there were easier ways to go about it than the way that you did. All right, let me get to a question. This is why I love having you, Andre, because you you look at tape, you study it, you really know what's going on there. What the hell has happened to Darius Slay? And do you think he belongs on the All Pro team? In fairness, no, no. And no. what has I mean, happened? What happened? I don't know. I, I don't know because the, for the first half of the season, he played really good. I mean, if if you had a mid-season All-Pro team, yeah, he would have been on it. Um, since I would say since mid-season on, he has not been. Um, and I mean, he hasn't. I mean, he's had some. He's had some stretches here where he's actually not just played. He's I mean, he's actually played poorly. Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know if it's uh, if he's playing with some kind of an injury that nobody's talking about. But um, when you look at the when you look at the whole team, top to bottom, if you ask me areas of concern that I have, 
you know, obviously I'm going to start with the health of the quarterback. <clears throat> That's where everybody would start. But, I would, you know, on the defensive side, it would be Slay because he is, you know, the second half of the year, his play, his play has definitely dropped off. Well, that's uh, good to hear. All right. Now, let the me... other, now the other, but the, I, yeah. I will say the other part of it is the other cornerback has played very well and yeah. continues to. Bradbury. Bradbury, Bradbury has been very good. Yeah, and we've seen it. He's in on a lot of plays. Slay's not doing much of anything. All right, let me get to the pat, the best pat. You said yesterday on WIP, right? It's Super Bowl or bust. If the Eagles don't do it, it's a disappointment. It, they did not succeed at what they are right now looking at, which is the number one seat. So, sure. Who's the best opponent? You look at all these teams. Uh, give me a ranking here on who we should want the Eagles to face in the divisional round. No, starting with Seattle. Okay, you, know, you got no, you got no chance. I mean, no that's, that. I mean, there's going to be a couple games this weekend that I think are going to be just total blowouts, and I, I think Seattle's going to be one, and I think you know, I think Buffalo's going to blow out Miami. But um, I mean, if you, if you were to pick who, who would you love to see come in here? Even though the Eagles seem to have history have a tough history with the Seahawks. Um, I don't think that this would be the case. I mean, I would take Seattle number one, but right, I think take them out. I think it's unlikely. Take them unlikely. out of it. Okay. The Giants are six, the Cowboys are five, the Buccaneers are four. Give me what you think about those, those three opponents. <clears throat> I would not want to play the Cowboys. If you gave me the choice, if you gave me the choice of the three, uh, the Cowboys are the team I would, I would least want to play. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. I actually, I actually think the Giants are going to beat Minnesota. And I think, I, think that you're, I think it's going to be the Giants next week. Now, I may be wrong about that, and the Giants are underdogs. But I, um, I, I just have all year, I, I just really haven't believed in the Vikings. You know, maybe they're going to make me look silly and play great this postseason. And you look at their record and you say, well, how could they not be good? But, you know, I just don't believe, I just don't believe in them and I still don't. Um, so I, right now, I, I think the Giants are going to beat the Vikings this week. And I think it's going to be the Giants coming in here. And, you know, the Eagles have already beaten them twice. But, you know, if, if I had my druthers, I would rather not have to try and beat a team three times in one season. I just think that that's, I just think that that's challenging. And if I, can avoid, if I can avoid playing Tom Brady in the playoffs, I'd, I'd, I'll do that any time. So you're saying what? I I gotta know who of all these, uh, oh, excluding oh, oh, oh. the Seahawks, what would of the other three? Who what would be our best shot here? Giants. I would I would probably I would probably say I would probably say the Giants. Even okay. though I, I don't think even though I don't think it's going to be easy, I would probably take the Giants. Right. Well, I love I love that. Uh, that we got you back to really analyze a lot of the stuff we talk about. Because by the end of the week, Ray, we find out what we were right about, what we were wrong about. Because you are still the measuring stick for all of us. And well, I'm- I think that no matter, I think that no matter how, no matter how things shake out this weekend, um, I, I I just don't see any way that the two conference championship games aren't going to be San Francisco at Philadelphia and Buffalo at Kansas City. I just think that's where this thing is headed. I mean, they're the four best teams, and you know there'll be some upsets and there'll be some surprises this weekend, probably. Um, but I think when it's all said and done, those are the four best teams, and I think those will be the final four. All right, now I got. You, you, you led me to another question. In the history of the NFL, right, and only I would ask this of you because you wrote the Eagles Encyclopedia. In the history of the NFL, has any team gone to the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback who was a seventh round pick? No. There you have it. Never, ne- never happened. Uh, the, no team has ever gone to the Super Bowl with a with a rookie quarterback, regardless of his first round. Oh wow! Re- 
Then I'm not worried about the Niners because they have Brock Purdy. Yeah, but he's not pl- he's not playing like Mr. Irrelevant. All right, I and, ran out of time. I can't take it. <laughs> and, well, and, and, and they've got yeah, you know, they've got a lot of really good players, and they have a great right. coach calling. They've got a great coach talking in his ear. No, if you watch him on tape, and he's not playing like a rookie. He's not playing like a seventh round draft pick. He's playing he's playing really good. But I think the championship game. I think that's who you're going to be looking at. I love it, Ray Didinger. We're loving getting a chance to talk to you. We'll do it again on Monday. Thank you, Ray. All right, Ange. Have a great day.